Ah, yeah, welcome back. It's just the two of us. Oh, yeah, it's me and Derek on a Friday. That's right, Friday, September 29th. Just me and Derek. Derek, where is Tom today? Where is he? I don't know. He's all over Twitter this morning, so I don't know. You gave him. You keep giving him these days off all the time. I haven't had a day off since like June. I gotta. I gotta work this boat better. I gotta get on. Get in touch with Rob and see what I can do here. I don't have any time off either. He's like, hey, I've got to use these or I lose them. I'm like, so what? You gotta lose them then, I guess. We got too much work to do. We got lots of work to do. I'm, I'm working on our baseball site right now. In fact, I'm getting NFBC 2018 ready. Believe it or not, Derek, it's going to be our 15th season. NFBC 15 coming at you this year. Looking forward to that. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, drafting season, sad, I'm not sadly enough, but crazily enough, is right around the corner. I mean, it is. our, our yep. draft rooms will be up in, what, November? Yep. Huh. Early in November, we're going to have slow drafts going here. We're really excited. we got the software all figured out already. It looks really good. The team down at uh, CDM has really done a great job. So baseball is around the corner, but today, today we are talking football, football, and more football. Last night at Lambeau. Packers came through 35-14. I thought it was going to be an under game. You thought it was going to be an under game. No, no, I, thought the I Bears said over. Would cover. I said over. Did you say? I said over, I but they cover. I, I wasn't sure, cover. man. I, I thought that was going to be a tough game. I thought it was going to be like 24-20, but, uh, man, the Bears looked bad. The Packers did exactly what they had to do, which was stack the box, take Howard out of the game, make Glennon try to beat you. He can't beat anybody, can he? No, I'm not even sure he can beat himself at this point. So uh, he, that was just awful. I mean, he handed the Packers. I mean, 14 nothing, six minutes into the game, it was over right. at that point. I mean, they were on cruise control the rest of the game. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, right now the Bears don't play again until next Monday. They've got 10, 11 days to get Trubisky ready. Isn't it time for Mitchell Trubisky? I thought it was time uh, coming out in the second half. Well, yeah. actually before the second half. I mean, I know they had that drive right at the end of the right. half where Glennon actually looked like a competent NFL quarterback, so they stuck with him. But, I, yeah, I don't think there's any question. I, when they come in and face the Vikings, or actually at the home game against the Vikings on Monday night in Week 5, okay. I, I'm guessing Trubisky will be out there, no question. I think so. I think they have to go with him. And I don't know why these coaches are so afraid to. I understand. You know, this is a guy who only started one year in college. So I understand they don't want to throw him out there. They don't want to put him out there in the middle of the game. I really don't think even if they wouldn't have had that drive before half, he was going to put him out there. But now you've got time to get him ready. Listen, we've seen Deshaun Kaiser is starting, right? We're seeing Deshaun uh, Watson is starting. These guys can start. They can go right back in. I think he's going to help this team. I think this Bears team is actually a pretty good team. And if you got a quarterback with that running back that they have of thunder and lightning, I think they have a chance to be something good. Their defense is pretty strong. So throw them out there. Let's throw them out there. Exactly, right? exactly the type of situation a rookie quarterback uh, yep. fits into really nicely. He was taken well ahead of Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Kaiser right. as well. So, I mean, like you said, great running game, solid defense. Short passing game, get him out there, let's see what he can do. 
All right, let's just talk briefly about the Packers. Let's get to the Sunday games. But Packers, big hurt injury last night. Devontae Adams with that incredible hit. Uh, I thought it was dirty myself. Oh, terribly uh, but dirty. It was dirty. They, yeah, they held no him question. up, and he came in crown to crown and just leveled him. No doubt about it. Uh, good news is Adams has only got a concussion. The MRI came clean. He should be okay. What a scary play, though, right? Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, as many times you rewatch that, there's not any angle, any. There's nothing Trevathan can Trevathan could say to, say, you know, to make anyone think that he wasn't trying to be dirty. There. There's just right. no way you look at it. I mean, he he comes in, he puts his head down. Adams is basically strung up and was going down. He was under control. I mean, he and I mean, the mouth guard went. I mean, my God, the mouth guard went fine. The the, the Packers were calling for help before Adams basically hit the ground. I mean, it was that yeah. obvious. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, be- I'm guessing uh, the NFL has that new rule. People were yep. uh, all over Twitter last night talking about it. He's, gonna, he's probably gonna looking at a maybe a four-game suspension for a hit like that. Yeah, that was, that was a hit the NFL does not want. In fact, my daughter came in, I watched a replay, and she said, that's why I don't watch football, Dad. And that's exactly right. We don't need that type of violent plays where you stand a guy up and hit him. No, Ty Montgomery, broken ribs. He's out. Jamal Williams knee injury. It's a knee sprain, but it's going to be multiple games. Packers are down to this Aaron Jones. He looked competent, but I mean, they've got injuries galore. It's affecting fantasy teams, no doubt, but yet Rodgers just stands in there, puts up 33 points last night. Jordy puts up 23.5. I mean, Jordan Howard did get 14.3, but Cohen didn't, only got 8.6. So that's that's the takeaway from last night. Injuries, and not enough points for everybody. Yeah, it was it was nice of the Bears being down four touchdowns to take eight and a half minutes off the <laughs> clock with the nice drive. Because you know what? Otherwise, Rodgers was going to go back out there and not stop scoring after that hit. Yep. There was no way he was going to stop. So kudos to the Bears for taking eight and a half minutes down 28 to score a meaningless touchdown. Nice job. <laughs> it was a pretty drive. It was a pretty drive. Something they hang their hat on. I was happy with it because I did Absolutely. not want Rodgers going back out there. That was end of ball game. Then they didn't even onside. They didn't even onside <laughs> after that. So it's like they already raised the white flag. Okay, don't yeah. onside after that either. So, okay. All right, let's talk about the Sunday games. we got the London game. Get up early and don't watch it on Sunday ticket because it's not available. It's only available on Yahoo.com. I say no more. Saints at Dolphins. Actually, this could be a high-scoring game. This could be good for fantasy purposes. What do you like in that game? I guess everybody, huh? Uh, yeah, I kind of do like everybody in that game. I saw a stat yesterday with all these games at the at the Wembley Stadium in London when they play there. Yeah. They all ten, uh, the last five or six have gone over fifty points. So I'm not sure what the over under is on this game. It is about fifty. 49 and a half. 49 and a half, yeah. It seems what it should be. I, I think it's uh, it's going over. I, this is a game where I actually would start Jay Cutler if I if I didn't have a better option. Uh, you, obviously, Cutler's not your number one QB, but if you have a, a Derek Carr or a, even a Matthew Stafford this week, Jay Cutler's a viable fill-in. Uh, I think this is the boom game for Jay Ajayi. It's actually a homecoming yes. for him, right? He, he was yeah. born in London, so this is probably a, he probably had to buy 300, 400 tickets or something <laughs> like that. I have no idea, but this, this is the boom game for Jay Ajayi, I think. And on New Orleans side, you're starting all your regular Saints, including including Willie Sneed finally. I think uh, if you've been holding on to him this long, you got to unleash him this week and see how he does. I agree with all that. I think Ajayi is going for 150-plus in this game. I think it's going to be a big game. I think Saints are going to put up points as well. So this should be a fun game to watch if you put it on your computer, not on your Sunday ticket, which I've paid 300-plus to watch every game for. Apparently there's this fine print that says not the London games or something like that. All right, the 1 o'clock games, I love a lot of these. Lions at Vikings is the biggest game, not just because we're in the NFC North together, 
but because I think this is a big, big game. Lions should be 3-0 and right now. Vikings looking good. Sam Bradford out. Talk about how that affects the Vikings at all. Well, if you, you look at last week, it didn't affect them a whole heck of a lot. I don't know if Keenan can put up back-to-back games like that, but I, I think this comes down to the Vikings' defense anyways. Um, they're yep. so much better at home. They just play better. And then the noise is just ridiculous in there. Uh, you know, Xavier Rhodes will basically take Marvin Jones out of the game, and so it's going to be based... Do you not start Jones there? No, you have no chance. No, Marvin Jones, if you have him, he's on your bench. Rhodes going to be all yep. over him this week. This is a. I actually think Golden Tate and Eric Ebron might have pretty solid games because the Vikings are also going to shut down that running game, I think, too. So this is a game where Matthew Stafford's going to have to be getting the ball out quick, and that, that favors Golden Tate and probably Eric Ebron. Yeah, Kenny Galladay has a hamstring. He missed practice yesterday. He's missed the last two. Looks like he will not be a goal. So I agree with you. I mean, it's got to be Ebron and Golden Tate at this point because there's not much there. From the Vikings standpoint, okay, he's your man now, right? Case Keenum. <laughs> you're rolling Thielen. You're rolling Diggs. There's no doubt about that, right? I, I'm president of the Case Keenum fan club. No, actually, I mean, I love I love Bradford. But Keenum's, uh, again, he looks as a, like a solid backup. So right now, yeah, based on what you saw last week, Vikings are home again. you got to throw Diggs and Thielen out there. And obviously, you're not. You're not taking Delvin Cook out of your lineup. So, Vikings, yep, full steam ahead. All right, that's going to be a good, good game. Another good, good game is the Steelers at the Ravens. Now, we know how big Ben is on the road. He's terrible. Last 16 games, he has been terrible. Now, the Ravens got shelled last week, but let's look at this number. Ravens have allowed the lowest passer rating in the NFL to date. They also have allowed the second lowest completion percentage, and you've got Big Ben on the road, and you got Harbaugh really ticked at his team for laying an egg. What do you do with the Steelers' offensive players? Well, Le'Veon Bell's in, no question there. You're yep. obviously never going to sit Le'Veon Bell. Uh, same with Antonio Brown, no chance. Yep. You can't sit him. Big Ben should be on your bench. I think most people that drafted Big Ben did it so in a tandem-type situation, right? Knowing that for the last three years, he's been horseshit every single yep. time he goes on the road. So Big yep. Ben uh, on the bench. Martavis Bryant, uh, he's kind of he's iffy still, right? He's kind of banged yes, up. So, yep. uh, him on the road, If I again, people are drafting him very high, third, fourth round there at the end of our drafts. Uh, boy, uh, to me, if I if I had another viable option, I'm probably sitting, uh, sitting Martavis Bryant as well this week and letting him get healthy, hopefully, and then when the Steelers get back home, whenever they get back home, get him back in there yeah here's a stat of big ben he's four of 16 on passes 20 yards or longer and if you saw the first play of the game at chicago martavis bryant was wide open overthrew him and that should have been a 70 some yard touchdown pass and that's not like big ben he does not look the same he's not the same quarterback this year we'll see what happens on the road but i don't like him at all at the ravens especially a pissed off ravens team after just getting shit kicked over in london uh this this kind of to me feels like those old school uh not old school but you know seven eight years ago when these teams would play three times and it'd be 16 13 right or something like that that feels like this type of game coming up that's what it feels like definitely all right The, the thing about the schedule this week it's a weird schedule there's a lot of really key divisional games and there's a lot of you know non divisional games but here's another one at one o'clock we got the titans at the texans again big big game what do you expect here can the tight texans put up enough points again under deshaun watson to beat this titans team Boy, I don't know if they can. Uh, I'm probably yeah. picking the Titans. And this is going to be a fun game, too. I'm, I'm going to be at the Vikings game, so I'm not going to get to watch a whole lot of this till later. But I'm interested to see, just again, the physicality that we talked about, the Titans going up against, the, you know, J.J. Watt and Jadavion Clowney on that side yeah. of the ball. And then let's see how the Texans, uh, Titans tend to give up a lot of points to receivers. So this may be a, a Deshaun Watson to DeAndre Hopkins field day. So we'll see. I don't, I don't, I feel like the Texans are probably, or excuse me, the Titans are about a field goal better here. 
Yeah, it's plus one for the Texans, so they are favorite. Titans are favored, but I mean this base basically is a pick 'em game if you like it. So, all right, one more divisional game I want to talk about. Then we'll talk about your top three at each position you like this week. Raiders at the Broncos. We talked about this yesterday. You're not starting Derek Carr right now. This is a shutdown defense. We feel the Broncos is just going to be too tough for the Raiders. Yeah, I do. Uh, again, they shut the outside receivers down. They kind of funnel everything into the middle, and uh, that just doesn't bode well for Crabtree and or Cooper at this point. And, uh, again, Derek Carr. Jared Cook may be an okay play here. I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit, so somebody's going to have to get some receptions here. Uh, I just yeah. don't like the Raiders running. I mean, you're going to play Marshawn Lynch. You have Lynch. He's your running back one or two, or a flex for you, so you use him. On the Broncos' side of the ball, you're obviously throwing C.J. Anderson out there still. I know he Jamal Charles had a bigger game last week, but C.J. Anderson played the same number of snaps he always played, so I think you ride him, and again, if you if you have Emmanuel Sanders and or uh, Demarius Thomas, you're obviously not pulling them. You're not scared of the Raiders' defense, so that's kind of where we're sitting, I think, with that game. Yeah, not a lot on the injury reports here. It sounds like Shane Vereen will play this week at Tampa Bay. Uh, Orleans Dark was very doubtful, so Paul Perkins will be the main back there. Oh I don't think anybody's really starting Paul Perkins, though. He's been disappointing. I actually was high on him. Again, I admit, I'm wrong there. I just don't see much right now from Paul Perkins. The only other one really is John Brown was limited with a quad. Can't plan on him. Don't start him. No. Carlos Hyde was limited in practice, but looks like he should play. Melvin Gordon, the same thing. Knee injury should be good to go versus the Eagles. So that's that. All right, Derek, give us a couple of your top three at each position, starting with quarterbacks. Uh, I, I kind of did this from our from our uh, fanball daily uh, daily site. Okay. So uh, kind of maybe I don't know if they're the my top top total top plays, but based on value and on kind of what I see. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm going to start with Tom Brady. He's the highest-ranked quarterback at 8,400, but I, anything under 10,000 to me seems too too little for Tom Brady at this point. No way Carolina's slowing them down in New England. He, he, you know, if you want to play, you, I have no problem using Brady. Again, he's the highest-costing highest, uh, cost costing quarterback. Again, I, if you drafted after that Thursday game, he was going after Alex Smith, for crying out loud. But, you know, you just can't doubt Tom Brady. I, I'm sorry, from now on, I don't care if he has one bad game, two bad games. Don't doubt him until he retires. And, and Cooks and Hogan are just electric. I mean, they, those guys yeah. just they're great route runners get open. Brady's so accurate. I mean, just, just, yeah. just start him. Uh, yep. I mentioned Jay Cutler earlier. He's $6,100. Uh, I think that's, again, a shootout there. So he's, he's very well-priced. And then two guys that like down a little bit are uh, Tyrod Taylor, 5,700. I think they're playing from behind all day in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, he's going to get, he obviously has value with his legs, and he, he's going to be throwing the ball. So I think. If you're in a pinch, Tyrod Taylor, if you want to save some money. Uh, same thing with Deshaun Watson, 5,600. That game in, in you mentioned with against Tennessee, I think uh, there's going to be some points there. So those two guys are, uh, you know, literally, you know, $3,000 less than Brady almost. So they can save yeah. some money and going to put up some points. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of people say start Jordan Matthews. He's the sleeper play this week because they're going to be so far behind that Tyrod Taylor is going to have to pass a lot. Jordan Matthews could get a lot of that. So you're right right there. All right, how about running backs? Running backs, uh... JGI not super value, but at 7,700, again, I, I agree with you. I think he goes off, has a huge game, maybe 150 yards, a couple of scores. Yep. So definitely worth 7,700 there. A couple of guys, uh, Christian McCaffrey, 7,000. He's kind of mid-tier price. And I think, again, the game's just going to call for them being way behind. Uh, and we saw what he did last week in the passing game. Yep. They, they've seen it now, finally. they know. I mean, they knew that when they drafted him, but until they actually saw it out on an NFL field, um, he's he's primed for probably another six, seven, eight, nine, ten catch game, and we'll see what he can do there. Then a couple I'd throw of, seven screen passes to him is yeah, what I would do. Just yeah. screen passes to him keep, and let him go. Keep feeding him the ball. 
And a couple other guys. Uh, Chris Carson, 5,600. Looks like he's going to have a, just basically a full load uh, this week. We don't know if uh, CJ right. Procise is going to play. I don't think he is. And the uh, home game setting up against the Colts on a Sunday night looks great for Chris yep. Carson. And then a guy, uh, Bilal Paul, down at 5,100. I was surprised to see him so so lowly uh, ranked there. Uh, we don't know if Matt Forte is going to play. And Bilal Paul is just a, he's a better player than <laughs> better than Matt Forte at this point. Anyway, so Bilal Paul, if you're looking to save a little money, 5,100, nice deal there. Yeah, tell the Jets that. They're not using yeah, him enough this year. So, but I love the Chris Carson pick. No doubt about that. They're going to get ahead of the Colts, too. They're going to pound the ball then once they get ahead. So I think Chris Carson could have a huge, huge game. Get him in all your DFS lineups. All right, what do you got for wide receivers? Two guys we already talked about real quick. Golden Tate's only $6,700. Again, they're going to have to be throwing short passes. That feeds into Tate perfectly. Yeah. And then Adam Thielen, 6100 I think. He's about $1,000 less than Stefan Diggs. So if you're want to choose between a Viking there, I think Thielen's the better value. Then we go down a little bit. I got Marquise Lee, 5,200, uh, 5, yep. one of my favorite players. Uh, he is the number one receiver on the Jaguars, yep. regardless of, I know Hearns has scored the past two weeks, but he's getting the targets, and he's just a better player. So Marquise Lee, 5,200. And then if you're really looking to save some money, uh, Paul Richardson, $4,000 for Seattle. Uh, he's had at least five targets every game and has scored in the last two. Doug Baldwin's iffy, may not play. So uh, Seattle, yeah. even though they may be ahead all game and, and maybe using Carson, there's probably a few balls to go around. If you're looking to save a ton of money, Paul Richardson at 4000 uh, can't can't do much worse than that. Now, I like the Marquise Lee one. I thought he looked really good last week. I mean, if you didn't know any different, that looks like Allen Robinson out there. Yeah. And I think he, in the number one role, he's going to put up good numbers. I don't like Blake Bortles, but I do like Marquise <laughs> Lee. All right, you got anything else for us? No, just a couple quick tight ends. Uh, I like to save yep. money using the tight ends. So Austin Spurrier and Jenkins at 3600 and then uh, you got two uh, uh, Tampa Bay guys. They they play. They're playing the Giants. The Giants just bleed production to tight ends. Cameron Brate's at thirty eight hundred. OJ Howard's at thirty two hundred. So uh, I'm not sure which one will have a better day, but uh, you know Howard's six hundred dollars cheaper. So I may lean that way. But that's that's all I got for the tight ends. Yeah, we talked with Brian uh, from Fanball on the show on Wednesday night and asked him about his strategy with tight ends. What's your strategy when you do DFS? Uh, I mean, Tom and I don't like to pay, but like Brian said, if you do get Gronk. You are stacking a lineup of Patriots because if Gronk's getting two, that means Brady's getting three or more. Yeah, so, that makes a ton of sense. Yep. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. But do you do that, or do you? I mean, if you got multiple teams, you can take one that does stack a Gronk or something. Or do you just look for value, a, a low price tight end, and hope for the best there? Tight end are usually looking for low price. Again, like though, yep. if, I, if I you know used to play three or four slates, then if I did do Gronk, I do exactly what Brian said. You get you, you think he you're paying that much for him, so you, you got to figure the guy that's throwing the ball is doing the same thing. So yep, definitely. Yep. All right, sounds good. That's it for this week, guys. Uh, just so you know, I survived last night. I was at Lambeau. I didn't go to the game. My brother went in. I tailgated until about 7 o'clock, took off, saw one bolt of lightning. I was like, oh, <laughs> look at that. Had no clue that there was weather in the area at all. Nobody really did. It was a beautiful night, 71 degrees, just gorgeous. Got home, could not believe they stopped that game, but uh, it was a lot of lightning in the area. Yeah, they lit up the TV a couple times there. Tony Romo was having a good time with it. Yeah. So he did a great job last night again. He's just so fun to listen to, man. Just breaking down the game and just being a guy. You know, he's not like stuck up yeah. or anything. He's just it's, he's just great to listen to. The, so, well, the thing that he does so well is he anticipates the next play. Yeah, and he well, sees the formation and he's like, you can see they're going to do this. And he did that several times yeah. last night. He's done that in many games, but... 
that's good. He knows what he's talking about, and he's a refreshing blow. They need to no get doubt. more guys in there like that. That'd be great. So, right. hey, I'm coming out to Iola next week, too. Let's not forget that. I'll be yeah, out there on Thursday. that's right. Coming on over here. We're going to have some snow for you by the time you get here, although you're used to that from Minnesota. But, no, come on over to our village of Iola. We look forward to having you next Thursday, all right? Have fun at the game on Sunday, and we'll talk to all of you next week. Sounds good. All right, good stuff.